Hello, everybody, and welcome to Love Yours Podcast. Um, my name is Deisha Myers, and we are here with Jontel Tolan today. So, Jontel, to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Of course. Uh, hey, everybody, my name is Jontel Tolan. I uh, started an independent media network uh, called the Leon Block Independent Media in November of 2020, off the heels of Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd, uh, police brutality, and human rights. And I've always had uh, an affinity for media and news. I just have always been uh, anti-mainstream media. And, you know, 2020, everyone taking a camera, everyone being able to film injustices, I realized that I, I can do this too. Um, and and bring awareness and uh, real news to the masses because we all we all need it we all want it we all demand it and um, that is my form of activism has moved from you know specific things to uh, morph into tons of other stuff so not only do I do uh, the media platform I also uh, write poetry, I give speeches, um, I'm in the process of writing a book. So I, I do a lot of different things, um, but <laughs> media is my first, uh, that's my passion, that's my calling. Yep. Awesome, awesome. So can you tell everybody your Instagram handle and Facebook so we can all follow you? Follow the yes, Leon of course. Block. Yes, so our Instagram is the Leon Block underscore official and our facebook which is our facebook is the motherboard it has everything that we post from memes news articles uh our lives our podcast everything's on there it is the leon block independent media Um, we're also on youtube we're also on twitter and again we're also on spotify so we're we're everywhere and um we try to shake things up and keep things uh, a little bit of something for everyone. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so everyone make sure you go follow the Leon Block Independent Media. Um, it is great, and we actually have an interview on there together, so make sure you yes. check it out. Yes. Um, so today, how we are going to start is Jontel is actually going to be interviewing me, so you guys can get to know me a little bit more and see what I'm up to. <laughs> Yes. All right. So I actually want to first off ask you because you live in Harrisburg, right? Yes. Were you have you always lived in Harrisburg? Are you from Pennsylvania? Yes. So this is a question. I am actually from Lancaster. That's Ah. how yeah, that's how I know so many of like the Lancaster people and I'm connected with everybody on Facebook. So I grew up in Lancaster. I went to McCaskey. So yeah, I'm from Lancaster. <laughs> I moved to Harrisburg in 2016. That is when I met my husband, and he is from Harrisburg. So I moved up here. But yeah, originally how did, I'm from Lancaster. How did y'all meet? Like, how'd that come about? <laughs> it's a funny story. <laughs> so we actually met online. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's 2022. Yeah, exactly. So we met online, and then, you know, I found out he was from Harrisburg, but which was crazy because he 
he grew up in the same neighborhood as my cousins because my cousins are from Harrisburg. So yeah, it's crazy. The world, everybody's connected. <laughs> and we also have like we had like a mutual friend. So we knew like kind of some of the same people. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What like so when I first came across you, it was actually through your husband. Yeah. Um, because I'm a, I'm I love crystals. It's it's something that uh, I hold very near dear to me. It's all, my house is protected. Right. I have crystals literally everywhere in my bed, on my nightstand, everything. Right. Um, and I came across his business, mm-hmm. uh, y'all business with the with the crystals and everything, and I was just mesmerized. And I think right. he started seeing some of my posts and getting an idea of who I am, what I'm into. Yes, and yes. I think he kind of figured you and I would would click. And, yes. you know, like you said, small world, everything happens for a reason. So I really think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back really quick because you're from Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like or miss about Lancaster, Lancaster County, Lancaster life? I think I miss like being around friends because <laughs> most of my friends you know they were from Lancaster and some of them still live in Lancaster so I miss being able to just like you know oh you want to go to lunch okay let's go let's meet up for a coffee or something like right. that you know so I miss that and now Lancaster like is really evolving like there's so much new stuff there's the mm-hmm. Whole Foods and the whole Belmont Plaza Mm-hmm. And like we don't have that in Harrisburg, <laughs> so I really miss that, and I and I miss downtown. I miss downtown because downtown is so nice, and I love going downtown, just like walking around all the little shops. Um, you know what? I miss White Girl Wednesday <laughs> at the village <laughs> because let me tell you, before I met my husband, me and my friend, <laughs> we would go every week. <laughs> Yo, I've never been there. And you know they closed down, right? Yes, but I see something like that they opened back up or something. Well, it's I think so, maybe. Um, because they had closed down at the end of the year. They were supposed to be selling the the building to someone. So yeah. they had this big farewell party. And you know, COVID was still a little crazy, so I wasn't too keen on going. Right. I kind of regret it. I wish I did go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's possible that they're back open again. That's like, like you mentioned it. That's a staple in Lancaster. Um, so yeah, I wish I, I wish I could have went. I've never really, um, I've been to Marion Courtroom, okay. which is a, a pretty dope area. It's you know like a open space. They have like a little courtyard. Yeah. Um, so that's a really nice spot that I like to go to. It's pretty diverse. But I, I like many like tiny hole in the wall, dirty bars where there's a few people. <laughs> And they have good wings. <laughs> yes, because yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind the white girl Wednesday vibe, but it gotta be the white, the right kind of white girls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why they called it White Girl Wednesday because it was mostly all black people in there. Like, ah. I don't know why they called it White Girl Wednesday. I guess because like, oh yeah, this is why. Because they had the dollar drink. So everybody would be white girl. White girl wasted. wasted. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they call it white girl Wednesday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I could, I could do that. Yes. Um, so I want to ask you, uh, 
because we're talking about Lancaster and Harrisburg right now, the difference is because here in Lancaster, one thing, like I love Lancaster, it has its pros and its cons. Every place has its pros and its cons, right? But I, every time I go to Lancaster, excuse me, every time I go to Harrisburg, I can't help but notice the big population of black people. And I love that. I, I, miss being somewhere where there's all different kinds of black people mm-hmm. um, and i need to get out to harrisburg more so that i can you know immerse myself in that but i, I want to know like how you feel on that note you know the differences between lancaster harrisburg like race um i would say harrisburg yes it probably has more black people than lancaster um but i feel like there's when it comes to race like the black some of the black people in Harrisburg I kind of feel like they all just stick together like in a little group so if you're not in that like clique it's kind of hard to get yourself out there like especially when it comes to small businesses and stuff it's like you have to be popular you know like one of the popular people and I started noticing that about Lancaster too a little bit which was like kind of I was gonna say it's the same thing here it's like, like if you're not in that clique of people, it's like hard to get yourself out there. It's hard to connect with other people, especially for people like me, because I'm an introvert. So it's like, yeah, it's like really hard to get yourself out there. Um, you know, we've been going to like pop-up shops and different events like that. So that is like kind of how we're getting us, ourselves out there, getting more known, getting our businesses known. But it's still hard because I still hard. like, if you're not in that clique of popular people or like the in crowd, you kind of just get looked past. So it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree with every word. I, I'm a, I, I'm a little bit of both, but I'm more of an introvert. I think my yeah. passions help me to like just let loose and and be friendly. But mm-hmm. and it's it, you know being in the small business realm and not really working in it before, you have to mingle and network and that's hard when you're an introvert i totally get that and i will say that lancaster is the same way there's there's um an in crowd a popular crowd and if you don't fit with that um not that anyone's mean but it's 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 a weird i don't know it's weird so i definitely understand yeah Um, i agree like no one's mean or anything it's just kind of harder to get yourself out there when you're trying to run a small business yeah. and like sometimes it might feel like you're missing out on certain opportunities um but they did start this one uh little i don't know if they're still doing it but they were doing it last summer it was like an introvert networking thing in harrisburg so i thought that was pretty cool yeah so it was like from more of the quiet people you know introverts learning how to market yourself and network so i think that's pretty dope so if they can keep doing more events like that, that would be helpful. <laughs> I got two questions for you off of this because uh, what is your biggest struggle when it comes to like breaking through being an introvert and having to put yourself out there knowing that there's like this, you know, there's like socialites essentially, you know, for black, people, we have our own in crowd too. Right. How do you, what have you, um, what experience have you gained, I guess I would say, uh, so far, as far as like, what works for you? 
at, at this moment in time now to you know navigate that um this this arena um i think one of the biggest things that has helped me is going to the pop-up shops because there you kind of have no choice <laughs> like you know customers are coming up to you asking you questions about your product so you just kind of have to put yourself out there and talk about it and be confident and stand on it and i noticed that you know going to these different pop-up shops meeting these different people it's definitely helped me because we've met you know so many different people and so many people that are here to help so i think you know continuing to go to pop-up different events marketing networking because you never know you could run into somebody and they could change your life like yes so Yes, I love going to public shops, talking to people, networking. That's the best thing that has helped me so far. Nice. Yeah. Do you um so what advice would you give to other uh people that are black specifically and um you know new to uh opening up a business themselves, uh, you know, based off of what you have learned for yourself. What advice would you give to others? Oh man, <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> still learning too. So it's like, yeah. I would tell them for one, you know, if you have a business idea in mind, don't be like scared or nervous to start it up. Just go for it. Um, because you never know what where it could take you. You never know what person might need your product. You really never know. Um, I would also say, make sure that you keep track of like your spending and your profit because I feel like that is something that a lot of business owners lack on and it's something that we're not taught about you know because you have to really make sure that you're keeping track of that stuff and then when it comes to the IRS and doing taxes like you need to have all that written down so I think just staying on track of that being organized um yeah that's pretty much the advice that I would give organization that's (laughs) that is one get yourself a planner like yes because it's easy to get this organized and this be all over the place um staying grounded too don't you know stay humble don't ever think that you're better than somebody else because we're really all out here just trying to make it (laughs) you know what i mean so yeah that's the advice that i would give i think that's some really solid advice uh when it comes to our community we do have uh a habit of like not connecting um so like do you do you have a good um like networking base locally um hmm, i would say there is some a good networking base up here in harrisburg there's actually this um, I don't know if you would call it a program, but La Couture, I don't know if you heard of them, but they're up here in Harrisburg, and it's um, a small business owner named Elise. She kind of helps, like, you know, other small business owners. She hosts, well, she was hosting pop-ups. I don't know if she's still hosting pop-ups now, but she had a space for us to host pop-ups. Um, she does different classes that teach, you know, small business owners the ins and outs of business. So going through her has definitely helped a lot. Um, besides that, 
I don't really know if there's anything else in Harrisburg for networking. I mean, I'm sure there is that I might just not know about. But going through her has been a huge help. Um, she's helped us a lot. Like I said, she was hosting the pop-up stuff. So she's one of the first pop-ups I ever attended. Um, she hosts classes all the time, like on business tips and techniques, you know, marketing, how to start a website, you know, if you want to get a building. So she's one of the main resources that I have here for networking. Um, besides her, like I said, I'm sure there's other things, but I don't really know of them. How about in Lancaster? Is there like networking opportunities? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is. Uh, I'm personally with my uh, with my business. I'm very picky. Right. I choose with you know whom I work with. I feel you. Uh, this is my baby, and I just want to treat it right. Yeah, and that makes sense. <laughs> Not that I'm not open to, I I network with people and I'm growing, um, but the networking that I'm doing isn't, isn't local. Um, It's national. And that's because of the content of what I do. However, um, I think any business has room to grow nationally. And, and if they want, um, can definitely, you know, expand if they want to, uh, Personally, I think, you know, creating a local base is definitely great. It's yeah. definitely, I think personally, I think it's actually imperative because it gives you easy, like, um, word of mouth that I think is the best kind of promotion mm-hmm. in my opinion. And when you have like a little local base, that's hardcore, like die hard fans that like have seen you, been around, you know, your yeah. energy really speak for you. Um, so I think that's really dope. It sounds like Lancaster and, and Harrisburg are pretty on par with each other. Yeah. You know, um, I want to I want to kind of divert to another section of things, actually, um, okay. because you have such a beautiful family. I love your life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's seriously like y'all just y'all are beautiful people. Thank and um, I want to with my platform the leon block we we talk about a lot of bad things in the world and i try to counteract that by talking about positive things especially within the black and brown communities because uh black brown and poor if you have all three of those life can be a little tough right and um a lot of times people could stand to have some uh upliftment and uh motivation and so when it comes to visibility and the sense of visibility, uh, having a black family that um, strives to be the best that they can be in their own paths uh, is something that should be highlighted. Right. And so I want to know what you think of what I'm saying, um, what your thoughts are about like your own family and like your wants and needs, what you see for yourself, um, how proud you are of yourself, all of that. Let's talk about black love for a little bit. (laughs) So I think, you know, my upbringing was pretty good for the most part, I would say. And my parents were like big on education, big on like, you know, they wanted the best for me. They wanted me to strive for the best. 
and I think that's the same like with my husband's family too you know they were big on education they wanted the best for him and you know even even though sometimes we don't always agree with things our parents did at the end of the day I am appreciative of what they've done because it has helped mold me into the person I am today and then when you become a parent it's just like you want to do even better than what your parents did for you so I think that's really where we're at the point that we're at like we understand that we had a good upbringing there's some things that we wish didn't happen or some things that we wish could have changed so we want to make sure for our kids you know that we don't go that they don't go through those same things um so at this point in my life like I'm 29 now I feel like mostly everything that I'm doing is for my kids you know what I mean like I'm doing it to better them to better their life um that me and my husband were just talking about that like we work for our kids (laughs) like we're doing all this for them so they don't have to stress you know what I mean we're trying to break those generational barriers those generational uh curses yes I was just gonna bring that up too (laughs) like One thing that I think is so important is having generational wealth because, you know, like you said, as black and brown people, a lot of us are poor or like lower middle class. And it's really unfortunate. And it's because, you know, white white folks, (laughs) you know, they had their great grandparents back in the day uh, pass on the house to their parents that passed on the house, you know, so they have all this generational wealth already and we don't and it's really unfortunate and I want that for my kids like I want to be able to give them something when they're older so they don't have to struggle as much as I did and I don't even feel like like I struggle a lot you know I have my ups and downs I have my struggles but I don't want them to have to stress about things that I had to stress about so that I feel like that's what me and my husband are really trying to do for our kids like we just want to we want them to have the best life as possible. We want to continue the generational wealth in our family. Um, so yeah, I feel like we got to do this, like as black and brown people. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. I completely agree. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. I am an anti-capitalist mm-hmm. only because I don't like the society that we live in and how evil it is, um, how it destroys our environment. It's not sustainable. However, um, some capitalism is good. And I will say that if everyone else, no, I won't say everyone else. If all these lack of melanated people (laughs) (laughs) can can benefit from capitalism, um, we should be too. Uh, but I think that we can learn from the mistakes that they made and make sure that wealth that we create is in step and foot, lock and step with the environment. I think that when it comes to breaking the ties of our generational trauma, um, that's tied to colonialism, not the motherland, because there's a difference, right? Right. The motherland, yeah, there was slavery, yeah, there was wars and atrocities, but we still kept in touch with the with the earth right Right. and so i think that our instinctual tendencies will kick in when we're not in that flight or fright 
flight response and we're actually accumulating that wealth let's say like two year two generations down the line your grandkids might be in a better position to mentally spiritually physically you know elevate to a point where they can be comfortable to make better decisions where like we weren't struggling you know what i mean so i think you're saying is really crucial and important yeah i definitely feel like you're right about that because like right now like we are um like i try my best to take care of the earth and you know but it is hard because there's so much other stuff going on (laughs) so it's like yeah so it's like yeah like you said like hopefully like my grandkids two generations from now hopefully we're in a better position because of things that we did today and that's like my only that's my only hope for real so back and keeping in touch keeping in line with the black love topic um and 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 speaking to how do i put it like our parents and our grandparents were very christian based Mm -hmm. and very much in like gender roles and very strict with like you do this you don't go outside of those parameters right like we're different we sure are. I, <laughs> I want to know how you feel about that. What what differences have you enacted with your partner, your husband? Um, you know, that's different from y'all parents, and not speaking to your kids, but just solely speaking to you and your husband for you know what where y'all are at and what's working for y'all in y'all lives. Not your kids, not your parents, just y'all. Right. <laughs> um, I would say you know. We're not, I, I don't even know what I consider myself as, like, for religion <laughs> right now. Like, I, you know, I kind of um, dibble down in a couple different things. I believe that there's truth in all different religions, and there's not just one. There's a word for that. I forget the name, though, but there's a word for it, and I'm the same way. Is it Ammonism? Something like Something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that what works for us is, hmm. I don't even know how to really explain it because I do believe that I do believe in some truth in the Bible where yes the wife is the nurturer the man is the provider I believe that because when it comes to like our family that's what works best for us Um, but I don't solely believe that the the man just has to be the provider you know because I'm a provider as well I have a master's degree you know what I mean and I plan on getting another one and getting my doctorate. So, you know, I got my own coins too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I really don't believe that the man should just be the provider. I believe everyone, you know, we should be equal. And not, I don't want to say equal because, how should I say it? My husband is still the man of the house. So if he makes a decision, I'm still going to, follow him and listen to what he says because he's the man of the house he's leading us and I'm you know I'm going along with it but at the end of the day I still want to have my own money (laughs) I still want my own education you know it's not like I'm just going to sit home and just take care of the kids I still want to get out there and do my own thing too and I think that really works well for us yeah. I think that's important also to touch on that because um, a lot of people are so stuck in like there needs to be a blurring of gender lines and it's like what works for one person is different from what works for another. Right. I, I think that as long as we're acknowledging we 
have both feminine and masculine energy and that we you know as far as specifically speaking to me being a man i wholeheartedly acknowledge i'm a man i'm a whole man but I also acknowledge that, you know, there's feminine parts of me and I'll get in touch with my feminine side and there, I'd have no problem with that. And the same, I think, goes for women. But for me personally, you know, whoever I'm with, I think that for me, yeah, I, I'm, I'm your husband, so to speak. Um, and that's what works for me in a dynamic that I choose to, to, you know, to have in the family I want to raise. But, you know, what, what works for one person's home is different from what works for another. Um, and, and speaking to like the black community I think that it's great like the way that you worded that was really great because you've got a lot of black folk on one side being like gender roles and you do this and you do that and then there's other people like no and I think that it's in the middle I think yeah, you know I think it's in the middle too because like sometimes if I if I had a long day at work my husband would cook or he'll help me clean or I will take out the trash or, you know what I mean? I even help mow the lawn sometimes, (laughs) you know? I think just being able to help each other out is what works best. Like if you notice that your partner is off today and they might be extra tired. 20, 20, 80. Yes, exactly. You have to do that. Like, And I think that's what you, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that's what you meant by equal, right? Yeah, that's what I meant by equal. Like you have to kind of help each other out. Not all days are going to be 50-50. Not all, you know, we all have our days. We Sometimes I'm extra tired. I don't feel like cleaning, so he'll clean. Sometimes he's tired, and I don't know he'll need help with something, so I help with that. It, I think it's just really picking up where your partner is not lacking or maybe just needs help with that day. And I also want to add some context because speaking of what we're talking about, Y'all have a beautiful family, but you're also with child right now as well. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to the new um, future addition to your family. I wanted to highlight that, but it also brings up a good point that in this time of y'all path together, there will be those moments where like he does have to pick up, in my opinion, the slack, but I'm sure that like, in my opinion, you're making up for it by providing for a new child. So like, balance equality yeah like I even kind of talked to him about that before I'm like when the baby comes you're gonna have to be taking care of the big kids (laughs) and I'm gonna have to care for the newborn like that's just how it's gonna be um you know for the time being until the baby gets older you know what I mean but and yeah if I'm like tied up with the baby all night you're gonna have to help me clean or it just yeah it's really about that balance I think balance is like the word of the day and the episode we want to just pin it. (laughs) Exactly. Balance. Balance in your life, in your relationships. Yes. I think that's also one of the keys to life. Like, I really do take to heart the yin-yang concept. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, you know, to have fullness and wholeness, you got to have the dark and the light and a little bit of light in the dark and a little bit of dark in the light. Right, right. I agree. Yeah, and I think so many people don't consider balance. Like, everyone thinks it should be all good or all bad. And I don't see life like that. I just don't. There is a gray area. So yeah, balance is the word of the day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you, um, 
where did this uh where did the idea for this podcast come about So I would say I started listening to podcasts maybe about like five years ago, right after I had my first son. And I noticed that they were so like therapeutic for me. I don't know why. I would like listen to them when I'm cooking or listen to them when I'm just like taking a long car ride and just like learning different stuff and hearing different people's stories. Um, and there's this one podcast, it might sound really corny, but <laughs> it's called <laughs> it's called Baby Mama's No Drama, right? Ooh. So it is Just... actually about um, two girls. So the, the one girl is married to the guy and the one girl, she has a baby with him. So she was with him in the past and had a baby with him. They didn't work out. So he went and married another girl. And they actually built like this really like good friendship, good relationship. Um, And I just thought that was so cool because you don't see that often. And so they started a podcast and they talk about things such as like co-parenting, step-parenting. And I'm a step-parent because um, my husband had a daughter before me. So like it was just really relatable. And I was like you know what, I want to start my own podcast because I have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Right. <laughs> and it's like healing for me to be able to just talk and people hear my story and I find it therapeutic. So that's kind of where the idea of the podcast came from. I also wanted to be able to talk about different things like mental health, self-care, just really help empower people, help educate people. Um, so yeah, that's how the podcast came about <laughs> yes i'm excited for yes. your path i'm excited to see how this grows right. um, i have a lot of faith in you and i'm just excited yes i'm excited to be um to, to know you and be a part of your path and 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 see how you grow in life especially particularly with this podcast because right. it's nice to know someone else that's doing something similar right. and, and to work with yeah yeah I know I'm excited for it and I was like talking to my husband the other day I was like John tell host me because like my introverted side even though you said you're introvert too but you seem more extroverted to me but <laughs> you help me like you know want to talk and and we have a good conversation and it really just flows so yes I'm thankful to have met you and yes I'm so excited for this journey <laughs> I think you know, since 2020, a lot of people have seen like this explosion of people taking control of their lives and just, you know, using their social media for a platform and this, that, and the third. And a lot of people have um, heavy things to say about it. Like people are being really critical, but it's like, are you getting on that platform and speaking your mind? don't don't have anything to say about me i'm out here doing my thing and yeah there's uh, podcasting has become somewhat of a fad now Mm. i get but i think that the ones who actually not just enjoy it but it's a part of like who they are they're inspired they have a, a a stock in it like they really want to um help help people uh i think those are the ones that are you know the gems so i really yes um what are your thoughts on that like have you got any pushback from people on on your podcast um 
so far I've had all positive things said you know people were excited they were excited to hear what I'm going to be talking about so that made me feel good because I was like oh people actually care what I have to say (laughs) okay yes I'm sure there's gonna be some backlash or whatever or some people have something negative but that's with everything um but so far I've had all positive reviews so hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> I, you know what I've learned is over the past year and a half, um, it varies. It depends on the topic and what yeah. people feel like hearing. But I've learned that for me, I did, I did both. I did quality and quantity because I wanted to see what worked for me. But I also wanted to make sure that I'm talking about things that. Um, not that I just can get passionate about, but that I can evoke passion out of myself because every topic has to be an important topic. Mm-hmm. No topic is more important than the other in my eyes, right? Okay. Um, for me, that's what worked. But I think for people that really want longevity in this, like like you and I, mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of the, the selection of things. Yeah. Like, you know, not even just the topics, who we choose to work with, right. all of and I really am a firm believer in slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you can't rush anything because there is divine timing for everything and God's timing. So you can't rush it. Yeah, yes. this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while and it just took me a while to get it together. So yeah, I definitely believe slow and steady wins the race for sure especially if it's something that you hold dear you want to give it that nurturing you know like you you know they say you know your business is your baby you want to you want to treat it that way Um, i'm so i'm so proud and happy of that's another thing i want to talk about i I know we're like running out of time or whatever but yes um (laughs) (laughs) you and your husband have businesses like together so um what is that like? Like, to, you know, to have a partner that you can talk to about this stuff. It's awesome. Um, I feel like we really help each other out because there's things in business that he doesn't like doing. For example, he doesn't like being the one that talks to people because he's an introvert too. So he doesn't like being the one that has to talk to people. He doesn't like being the one that has to, uh, <laughs> you oh, know, like, take care of the internet stuff. And I'm good at that stuff. So I help him with that. But he helps me with like the money management or like staying on top of things because he's really good. He's a Capricorn. So he's like really good and punctual with that kind of stuff. So it's definitely good. But some you know, sometimes it gets a little bit annoying because <laughs> you're like, hey, I just want to talk about regular stuff. Like we have to talk about business stuff right now. <laughs> So that's the only thing, but I think, yeah, it de- we definitely help each other out a lot. So I'm thankful for that. I think that really is something that's actually really helpful. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still great to network and find mentors, and that's, you know, something I've been doing, mm-hmm. but I really admire y'all, like, whole unit, you know, the, 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 yes, yes, no doubt, like, um, I, I feel like you're you set a, a great example um, for many people to aspire mm-hmm. um, 
you know, to following a lot of things, whether it's, um, you know, having uh, a great relationship that you're, you know, that you're very, um, that you work on and you're not like, yeah, I'm not saying you're open about things or that you're private either or, but that you're very genuine about being real and in a path and everyone has this, that, and the third. I really admire how you're very true about everything and honest you're very real you and your husband um but one thing that you really spoke to me was uh the 80 20 thing and what one lacks the other one makes up for and i think that that's very important in relationships it is yes i feel like people so much often people are looking for someone that is just like them or you know has all the same qualities as them and with my husband I found that to not be like we're not alike at all (laughs) you know like I said he's a Capricorn I'm a Pisces slash Aries so he is we're like different we're completely different but like I said we really help each other out because what he lacks I help him with what I lack he helps me with so I think that definitely has worked for us sometimes it can can be frustrating because (laughs) I feel like he's one of the people that have pushed me to be better but it's for the better and I've done the same for him so sometimes yes it can be frustrating but I think it's all for the better good at the end of the day I couldn't agree with that more yeah yeah what do you is like so on that note what do you love most about um you know like family life having your own family I think having hmm like I said before, like just being able to provide a better life for our kids. Like, you know, we really want our kids to succeed and they have so much potential and it's crazy. Like our kids are so dope. <laughs> like um, our daughter, my stepdaughter, she plays the drums and she is like, she's only 10, but she is like killing it in the drums. Like she's like one of the best drummers out here in Harrisburg you know and so and she's like very artistic and just like seeing them grow into their little own self and like pushing them to be the best and then my son he's like super smart he's always been super smart so he's like a little boy genius (laughs) and not like these kids like yeah we're just working for them We're trying to make their life be complete and better than ours. So I think just really raising kids, it's like, it's hard and challenging, but it's also so dope to see them like grow into their own self. <laughs> okay. Let me see, cause I'm running out of questions and I'm trying to get a good variety of questions so that the Love Yours listeners can get a good idea of who Deja is. Okay. Is there anything that you feel I'm missing that you just want to blurt out? Um, and also, remember, this is your podcast, so let people know. Um, this Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, let me see. So, okay, so many of you don't know, I am a mental health advocate. I worked in mental health for like, what, six years? Um, and I am actually going back to school because I want to become a licensed therapist. So 
yeah, that's me. I'm trying to become a licensed therapist. <laughs> if you need therapy, you can call me. And I think that is so important because a lot of black and brown people, they want therapists that look like them. And that is something that's so important to me, especially because the stigma in the black and brown community about mental health is already so negative. Um, so I just really want to be able to educate people on that and help our community with our mental health because we have years and years of trauma that we don't even talk about. So that is something that's really important to me. Um, another thing is the Blacklands Gallery. Yes, that's my husband's um, jewelry company and art. So we make all handmade jewelry uh, using different crystals and different metal techniques. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram, the Blacklands Gallery. And you can also check us out at some local vending events. We have an event coming up May 7th in New Cumberland. And then we will be at Small Business Saturdays in May 14th. So yeah, come check us out. <laughs> and so you do poetry as well, am I correct? Oh, yeah, so yeah, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting stuff. Yes, I write. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I write poetry. I am working on a poetry book. It's just like I'm all over the place with my book, and that's why I put that I need a writing mentor because, like, me too. I don't know how to bring it all together. That's where I'm struggling. That's where I'm struggling at, and um. But yeah, so hopefully one of these days I get my book out there. <laughs> but for now, um, I will Low be steady. at Elementary Coffee Co. tomorrow. So tomorrow is, what, 429? They're having a poetry mixer. So I'll be there. Um, and Thursdays at HMAC in Harrisburg, there's also poetry night. So, yeah. HMAC, is that the community college? No, that H Mac. It's like a bar slash venue, <laughs> but they have poetry night every Thursday from seven thirty to nine thirty. So, that's a big passion of yours. Yes, I've been writing since I was like nine. <laughs> yeah, I always been. I think it's probably the Pisces in me, like the intellectual emotional side that's a water <laughs> sign too right that's a water sign yes it is mm -hmm. but yeah i've been writing since i was like nine and it's just always been like my outlet um but yeah i really want to get my book out there but like i said i'm all over the place <laughs> with my book so if any of you know any of any good book mentors or writing mentors please 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 let me know <laughs> Yes, yes, people. Mm -hmm. Let everybody know. Deja's trying to get her book published. Yes. Put her stuff out there. If anybody has some connections or wants to uh, help Deja out with getting this book together and getting it out, please contact her and the Love Yours podcast. <laughs> yes, please, because I'm struggling with that. <laughs> but you know what? I think that it's, I think that that's very telling in a good way. Um, because it shows what you've accomplished. It shows that you're you're driven to want to get that out there. And there's so many Black writers that have tons of stuff that they're sitting on 
and and haven't put it out so at least your mind is already going towards that yeah. you know so there is actually this poet up here from Harrisburg his name is Bernard Ballard but his poems are so dope and he's like an older guy but I love his poetry and he just writes about like some shit that you guys you guys need to check him out he's dope um one of these days on the podcast i want to like have a live poetry reading so yes. yeah, if any of you guys are listening and you're poets please 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 reach out to me because i definitely want to have a live poetry reading on the podcast that would be really dope and yeah. if when you do i want parts <laughs> you know you're already in there <laughs> i'm so with that so do you do any other kinds of writing not really i thought about writing a children's book but i kind of i don't know i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know i do well i guess i do do other kinds of writing like research papers and stuff like that for school but my main type of writing is poetry all right how about you um so was I going to say? Um, I forget what my question was, but it had to do with writing. <laughs> oh, um, creativity, just a creative mind in general, because you seem like, you know, like a creative person like me and and your husband does too. Um, do, either, do either one of y'all or both um, paint at all? Yes, he paints. He paints. So check him out. Nice. I follow the Blacklands Gallery page on Facebook and Instagram, he paints custom paints. Um, yeah, and he's trying to get more into painting too. So yeah, check, de- definitely check him out. The Blacklands Gallery uh, has a, uh, not only do they have a uh, gallery with tons of different jewelry and gems that they make themselves, that they make themselves, but they also have a an art gallery located yeah. in Harrisburg where they have tons of paintings from your husband, right? Yes. Awesome. And you said there's an Instagram page to follow? Yes, the Instagram is the Blacklands Gallery as well. So just the Blacklands Gallery. Gallery all one word on Instagram and then on Facebook just the Blacklands Gallery. Yep. Okay. For everyone listening, make sure that you go ahead and follow, subscribe, and like to the Blacklands Gallery on Facebook and Instagram, which is Deja's husband. And they're a wonderful, lovely Black family unit doing the dang thing out here. So do what you can to support, even a like and a share. It always goes a long way. Yes, thank you. All right, so I think that is all of our time for today. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Uh, actually, I just want to tell you that I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I, again, I I can't stress it more that I'm really delighted and blessed to um be able to view not only your path but your husband's right. and uh, see y'all grow. Um, see another, see other Black people doing their thing and be able to you know cheer each other on. I think that that's important. So I just wanted to show y'all mad love and respect and props. I love the idea of this podcast and yeah. I just. Send you many blessings and um, support on your path. 
Thank you. I appreciate you. Yes. And I'm so glad we are mad because like I said, you helped me. <laughs> you helped me get out of my introverted side. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Daisha Myers here with John Tussolent. And thanks for listening to another episode of Love Yours Podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye.